After the past several weeks, I am really, really joyous to be able to share something that is, at least in my mind, and in my heart, a little a little more lighthearted, so to speak. It didn't feel like it at the time, but upon deeper reflection, and really, at the end of the day, what allowed me to be able to see the humor in it, to be able to feel more lighthearted, to be able to let go of what I was struggling against really was due to, to mindfulness practice. And it ultimately is what made the difference between me completely, what I call collapsing in on myself emotionally and withdrawing from other people and withdrawing from life uh, is ultimately the practice and being able to understand what I was feeling and what I was overwhelmed with. So what I want to share this morning, and this is something that's happened within the past week, and I wanted to actually take some time on this one to just sit with this. I had an opportunity, I had met a new friend recently and had an opportunity to participate in a group event. Uh, it was basically a group healing event of, of, of a certain sort. And I didn't realize it and it was really so, it's, it's, it's almost hard for me not to laugh and it's easy to laugh now. It was not easy to laugh in the moment. In the moment, I literally just was beside myself with embarrassment. But in the moment, this is the first time that I had attended this group, and I was really excited. This is something that was going to be offered that I was really, really excited about. And I just felt a lot of joy and a lot of energy around it. And I do, my personality, I do tend to really get very excitable, you know, when I'm in situations like this with people, when I'm really looking forward to something. I'm really happy to be a part of something. And I, I tend to be an all or nothing type personality when I'm excited and I'm on, I'm really on. And when I'm on, when I'm not, I'm completely off. And so this was an event held on zoom and I've been, you know, obviously like most, like most people have been to a lot of these and a lot of different contexts and a lot of different things going on. And I don't know for whatever reason, and I usually, as I say, I try not to get really caught up in the details of the story, but I think in order to make this more, to give it some context for what I'm going to speak about, I'm, I'm going to do, to share some of that because ultimately it, it, it explains what happened. But I came into this Zoom group and I, for whatever reason, I just didn't, I wasn't thinking. I was so excited. I really was not thinking. And I came into the group and there was the, the person, you know, that I had met, a new friend of mine, and he was the only one that appeared to be there. I had completely forgotten about the fact that the way that I had my view set up for the, you know, for Zoom, I could only see him because he was the speaker, essentially. Did not even consider the possibility for one moment that there were other people that were on this group call. And this really was a, you know, a sacred space. And I usually want, and I always want to honor that. And for whatever reason, I just immediately thought, I forgot about the settings, thought that it was just he and I. So I start talking really excitably. And I do have that kind of what's referred to as a big presence or a big personality. And my energy, I've been told, is very big. And so I'm just talking, you know, what they call a mile a minute. I'm just going on and being myself. And this is just, this is who I am. But I found all of a sudden, I think someone finally spoke up 
and I didn't even give him an opportunity. I was so busy talking and running my mouth that I didn't even give him an opportunity to let me know that there were other people there. And clearly that was not his, you know, not his responsibility. I should have known this. And what is so, what now feels so humorous about this is this was just me being me, just being the excitable guy that I am. And, uh, you know, I'm, I am over the top at times, you know, I, I tend to be a, a bit much, uh, at times, but all of a sudden, as soon as I realized there were other people, and of course they are all being very, you know, being very respectful and observing the sacred nature of this gathering. And they all are very quiet. And here I am, you know, with my really loud voice. And as soon as I realized that I literally, I literally collapsed in on myself emotionally. I I've been more, probably more embarrassed at some point in my life, but it had been a while since I had been this embarrassed. I literally, literally felt so unbelievably foolish. How could I possibly have forgotten this? And I am in, and then the event starts, and it's a very quiet, meditative event. Uh, And it took me a while to even get my bearings to even remember that I was at a specific event for a specific purpose. I literally got so carried away. And looking back at it now, I, it was easy to overlook when you're, you know, when you're in the midst of a really, really intense emotional reaction to something that you, you know, that we do ourselves or that someone does around us or to us or whatever the case may be. It's, it's obviously, it's always, I have found that things are less being done to me than I think that they are because I'm thinking these are thoughts that I have and I identify with them, but ultimately it's, you know, what's, however I'm reacting to what's going on around me. And it took me a little while to, I mean, I literally lost sight of the fact I literally lost, I became unconscious of the awareness that I was even at this event. I literally was so in my own head with these feelings of like feelings, like such a fool feeling so unbelievably foolish feeling, you know, like I was literally like, I I thought that I was just completely immature. How could I be this way? I know better than this. I've been to all these events before. I've been to many events like this. How, what, what is wrong with me? And I'm just giving you a little bit of a flavor of just the doubt and the self-limiting, uh, the self-limiting thoughts, the self-defeating thoughts that were just coming at me, it felt like from all sides, when in reality, it was all me. Everything that I was, you know, it felt like it was coming in from all around me, but every bit of it was me. It was all my thoughts. And what amazes me is that in the moment like that, when we are having a really severe emotional reaction, it is so easy to lose sight. What is really happening is I'm just experiencing what I call a thought storm. I don't know if that's a, a good, you know, a good phrase or an analogy for that, but it's it's what it feels like, and it really does feel like a storm. But you know, I know that there's a a, a Buddhist saying, a "storm of mind," so to speak, and that is really what it feels like. And I can get so wrapped up in, especially when it has to do with my thoughts about myself, my identity, who I think that I am. And I find that so many of these struggles come from what I think about myself, who I'm identifying as, what, you know, what, what, who am I and what do I think I'm doing? And if anything, I have learned, and it's been difficult to do, but it has been incredibly healing, has been to use the practice in a way that brings me back to the moment 
takes me outside of my head. All I really have to do is practice being aware that I'm thinking thoughts like this. And when I am able to become aware that I'm thinking thoughts like this, I don't have to believe everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. I was thinking in that moment when I felt unbelievably embarrassed, when I felt so incredibly foolish, that's all I could see. I literally believed that I was a fool. I literally believed that I was an embarrassment. I literally believed that there was something wrong with me. But it's all, these were all nothing more than thoughts. And what is so incredible about it is I had the opportunity to speak to the person that actually uh, facilitated this event. And I actually spoke with him in a group setting afterwards, in a group that we both belong to. And what is so amazing to me is that he did not see it that way. And then I thought to myself, well, maybe he's just being nice. And he said something to me that was so unbelievably healing. And it was said with love. I really felt it. And I felt the acceptance that that's just who I am and that it's all goodness. And I thought that that's exactly, I mean, I'm not agreeing with him. I am, but I'm, you know, it's, I, I see it. I'm open to it, but that's the thing. I can't, when I'm so busy thinking thoughts about myself and believing that I am damaged or that I am flawed. And I, I realize I am not perfect. I'm human. But when I'm so caught up in seeing myself as quote-unquote damaged goods and thinking that there is something wrong with me and thinking that somehow uh, I'm not enough, I can't really ever see that goodness that other people see. And I don't want to get caught up in that goodness. I don't want to start identifying with that and believing that, you know, that that's who I am. But at the same time, though, I just want to be open. What I've found has been most healing and being able to be aware of my own thoughts has really, if it has done anything at all, the most important thing that it has done, it has allowed me to just be who I am in the moment. It is so much easier to be just whatever I am, whoever I am in the moment without needing to be anyone at all. And all I have to do to do that is I can just, if I can just be aware that I'm having thoughts, I can't stop them. It is part of the human experience. But if I can just allow some space between myself and those thoughts, if I can somehow no longer be the person that's thinking these thoughts, and if I don't think that, if I don't believe that I'm the person thinking them, then I don't cherish them so much and I don't take them so seriously. And it's not that I have to begin to disparage these thoughts or criticize them. It's not even about that. It's so, it's so far beyond that. What it's really about is I don't even need to judge the thoughts at all. That's, that's where the problem is. That's, if there is a problem, if there is a struggle, if there is tension, it is in me trying to somehow judge these thoughts as bad or wrong. It's really just to let go of them. And they, they will continue to happen. But if I'm not so wrapped up in paying attention to them, if I can just let them go through me and not take them so seriously, I can begin to actually see that... This is just part of being a human being. It's just, uh, in some ways, it's like breathing. And I don't really have to necessarily think about my breathing. I can, but ultimately it's going to happen anyway, no matter whether I think about it or pay attention to it or not. And thoughts come and go the same way. So if I can live without really getting caught up about whether I'm going to take my next breath or will I be able to take it, is it going to be difficult? All of these things that I can get myself into these repetitive cycles of overly focusing on something, it frees me up to just be the energy that I am. And ultimately, 
I can't really ever know if I, if there was some real truth about how I need to be, if there was some empirical truth about who, how I need to present myself and who I need to be, I have no way of no. even if I was trying to find that, how would I ever really find that? How would I ever really know? And so that is to me, one of the things that indicates to me that they're the only way that I can be is however I am. And there's no better way for me to be. There's no more effective way. Uh, I have respect for self-improvement and ultimately I see some benefit in it. But for me, it never really did work. I was never, all I ever found was that it just enabled me to beat myself up more emotionally about how I wasn't adequate and how I didn't measure up. It might just be my personality. It may just be the way that I am, that I already have spent so much of my life doubting myself and limiting myself by my own thoughts and engaging in these self-defeating uh, thoughts and behaviors uh, and beliefs that it just doesn't work for me. And the only thing that has has been to be able to take these thoughts more lightly, to see the humor. What my teacher and guru used to speak of is seeing the humor and the predicament of being human. And this to me is like a, a, a great example of what that is. Because in that moment, I, as someone who had, had been very reclusive for much of, of my life, it would have been very easy for me. And I've done that before. I've, I've had situations like that where I felt embarrassed and I completely have withdrawn. And then I'm no longer living life. I'm no longer with people where it's all happening. I'm so busy being the person embarrassed and thinking, I can't ever do this again because what if I embarrass myself again? What if I make a fool out of myself again? So I just withdrew from life. I withdrew from people. And now what I find is that, uh, you know, and obviously I can go into situations like this and then even if nothing really uh, pronounced happens, if I don't just make a spectacle of myself, so to speak, I can still beat myself up and overanalyze and, and, and basically exhaust myself with doing what I call the play-by-play -play review after the fact. I can be so busy picking everything apart about how I was and what I said and how I acted that I can never really enjoy anything if I'm so caught up in these, in these, in these thoughts and beliefs. The only way I've ever been able to free myself from it is to free myself from believing everything I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. And it's so beautiful because once I realized that, and it took me several hours, I mean, I spent a pretty good period of time completely collapsing in on myself emotionally and just feeling like such, so foolish, so embarrassed. I was so unbelievably embarrassed and I just wanted to withdraw and I, and, and I, and it felt really bad physically to feel this way. And as I begin to pay attention to how it was affecting my body and how my body was contracting and my mind was really contracting and closed and it really just felt awful. And then suddenly I had that flash of insight that is described so much in, in, in any kinds of, uh, of texts or writings about anything of the ancient writings about mindfulness practice is that there is, are these, you know, these Zen flashes of insight. I had that flash of insight, that, that moment where I realized I'm doing this to myself. Every bit of this, I'm doing it to myself. I'm choosing to feel this way and it doesn't have to be this way. And when I would, and that's also one of the benefits of mindfulness practice is that we can have flashes of insight like this. We can suddenly wake up and find ourselves completely in our own heads, completely wrapped up in believing everything that we're thinking about what we're feeling and reacting to it and identifying as the person that is flawed and damaged and 
has you know screwed up somehow and whatever you would whatever you want to call it there's a host of different things you can refer to this as i began to laugh once i got to the point where i realized how unbelievably silly this was and then i was able to really love myself and just realize hey this is just who i am you know my uh my new friend is right i mean this is just who i am and it is all goodness i'm not saying that i'm good it's just that this is who i am i can't change the fundamental core of you know what my personality how it exhibits itself how it shows itself in the world uh, this is my energy. This is who I am. Of course, I can be a better human being. I don't want to get like overly fixated and wrapped up on beating myself up and trying to believe somehow that I'm so flawed that all I have to do is is do this and this and this before I can be loved or love myself. But it's like I could really embrace myself and, and just see the silliness of thinking about instead of thinking about all oh, those people must have thought I was a fool. They must have thought I was just unbelievably ridiculously uh, over the top uh, and put off by that I have no way of knowing what these people thought maybe they didn't even pay attention maybe they didn't even notice I have no way of knowing but I was so busy deciding that I knew what was happening that that's what ultimately was causing me unnecessary suffering I believed in my mind I believed I knew what all those people were thinking I knew what my new friend who was facilitating this gathering was thinking I already decided that I knew and I did not know. I clearly didn't know. And it's like I created my own reality that was so far removed from absolute reality. And then I chose to create it, believe it fully and suffer within it. And ultimately mindfulness practice has the potential and has the ability to be able to help us free ourselves from these self-limiting beliefs. It allows us to really be in the moment and to be able to see the beauty in ourselves and the beauty in others that it's so easy to overlook because we're so busy thinking about everything. We're so busy wrapped up in our own beliefs about how it is that we just can't see it. And believe me, as someone who has self-destructed emotionally so many times in the over five decades of my life, it is no small thing for me to be able to sit here and actually find humor and to be lighthearted about something that maybe I could it could it could have been embarrassing in a way, but that's fine and I and I'm and I actually I will live I am living it it, it is actually okay will I do it again probably so, but I'm not going to spend the rest of my life trying not to do it because then all I'm doing is I'm in a contract in, in a contracted state again. I'm trying to self-improve myself out of just being whoever I happen to, per, uh, however I my energy presents itself in any given moment. And it's so freeing to just be able to be me. I want to take responsibility for my behavior, clearly. I, I do want to be the best human being I can be, but I don't have to take it all so seriously. I can actually be those things without trying so hard to be them if I just let who I really am come through and what I really am come through. <laughs>